on. What? Sorry. I was just going to say. <laughs> what? Yeah, Interrupting uh, my pitch. Sorry, I didn't realize that you were going to say something beyond. This isn't a podcast about Sam Harris. It is not. This could be a podcast about Kumjins and Crag... No, uh, Dungeons and Dragons. Okay, um... <clears throat> but what? Trying to think of some more backstory for the character, Ulu, my Ulu, Ulu. I have no fucking idea. Ooh. Fucking weave. <laughs> Sorry. Mm-hmm. I'm going to try. I just like that I look like a bi when I use that anime filter. I, I genuinely have no idea what you meant. <laughs> Alright. Malachi, do you know what a, a bi is? I know what a shonen is. A shonen okay, so who cups their jeans? No. <laughs> I mean. <laughs> Probably. Uh, Light Yagame and Mello would be a bi shonen. And then uh, L is intended to be the opposite of a bi shonen. Oh, no. But people think Wait. he's a bi shonen. Well, I mean, like, think of it. L can't sit in the chair properly. That's true. He's a, he's a ace shonen. Uh, no, uh, bi, Wait, bi shonen. Does, does, does bi shonen actually relate to being bi? No, okay, unless you think so I wasn't that bi- sure. I wasn't, I was, I was shitposting until you said a shonen, and then I was just like, what the fuck is happening? <laughs> okay, so by shonen basically just means pretty boy. I mean, like, there's a more, it's a trope uh, that's common in the anime and manga, yes. By shonen, all the tropes wiki. I usually use TV tropes, but all the tropes wiki is basically the same thing. Uh, the bi shonen or beautiful boy is a male character that possesses androgynous or feminine physical traits. Usually tall, slender with almost no fat, usually little or no muscles, and no body or facial hair. The large expressive eyes are almost a given. So, I don't know what that word means, are also common more serious examples. In an anime, many bi shonen have female voice actors, although those that don't get startingly, those that don't get startlingly deep, sexy voices. My, my it's not uncommon for those with more feminine entities taken for women or other by other characters. Are for this, are for the savior example. I don't know what that says. You you get what I'm saying? Yeah. Is that TVTropes.com? That's uh, AllTheTropes.Wikia.com, okay, which is sorry. basically a copy paste your... of TV Tropes. <laughs> like I, I prefer TV Tropes is what I had yeah. said. <laughs> That was By the way, I learned this word uh, the other day when I was watching Death Note and reading TV scripts. What was the... Th- Sorry, what's the, the name of the thing again? Bishonen? Uh, is okay. what it, the yeah. trope is. Um, it, I'd, say my, I I'd say my D&D character is a Bishonen, except I based him off of the character that Mickey Rourke plays in Sin City. Or... The character that this is based off of originally is based off of that character, and that's I just didn't change the name, but it's a it's a different character, but the name's the same. My character is named Thor for no reason, if you other than to, it means sorry. thunder. Nice, Thor. Oh, God. I God, now I need to rewatch Sin City. 
Why? It was made by a fascist. Wait, wasn't it made by a fascist and a Mexican? Yes, Robert Rodriguez. And also, and also by a foot fetishist. I don't... I don't... Uh, I don't... How do I say this? Is there are three genders. Frank Miller is a very complicated subject. I don't think his politics are great. I don't know if he's a fascist. I don't know if he's a fascist, but he's, I think, closer to being a fascist than Frank Miller in the 80s and 90s would have liked. Frank Miller, until he, uh, you know, disavows the fascist propaganda that he's made, is a fascist to me. Does that make sense? That, that's he's true. made Iraq War Apologia. <laughs> like the you know, that's that where we did war crimes. I, I've been I've been a little bit... Uh, in, in some ways, I feel like I've been stopped in Frank Miller, because while I call him a fascist, I also have gone on long tangents about how I'm not sure if he believes the things that he's putting into that stuff anymore. Because he says that he disavows a lot of it, but hasn't stated which, you know? Yeah. Like, he doesn't like where he was mentally when he wrote Holy Terror or 300, but, like, gestures towards the stuff that he's making currently. I, I guess I, I'll judge it based off that, you know, where he's at. Because he is very politically charged in all his work, is what I've grown to learn. That, that is that, correct. Oh, God, he's, he's like a, the other side of the... He, like, you have two grandpas, right? Okay? One of them yes. is the racist grandpa who you invited on the subsidy. I'm stealing this comparison from Mankara. The okay. other one is your really cool grandpa who has all the cool stories, but he ends up just talking about how angry he is. Your grandfathers are Frank Miller and Alan Moore. Okay, I didn't hear your description for Alan Moore, but was it... uh? Like rapist apologia leftist because that's the best description of Alan Moore. Oh no, I said uh, I said you're really cool, Grandpa, who has all the stories, but just ends up talking about things that make him angry. So I guess uh, women not uh, not letting you fuck them when you want to fuck them, but also uh, stopping you from fucking them is one of the things that makes him angry. My problem with Alan Moore is that sexual assault is in literally every single fucking thing that he does. I don't know if it's literally everything. That's a little hyperbolic, but it is in V for Vendetta. It's in The Killing Joke. It's in Watchmen. And yeah. It's, and the one I, thing that I can think of off the top of my head that it's not in is uh, Whatever Happened to the Man of Tomorrow, so which is a genuinely good Superman story. And even in that, there's, I, I think technically you could say that there's, uh, I think he thinks about crimes that he could stop but doesn't and I think you could I think you're supposed to think about things like that that you've never seen Superman stop but are definitely happening I don't know if it's necessarily implied in that story it has been a while since I've read that story but um, yeah. it, I, I do know that's one of his softer stories though it's just like a genuinely good Superman story does not hold a candle to All-Star Superman by Grant Morrison but it's fucking great. We should do an episode on the uh, animated version of that story. Dude, we should. That was fucking yeah. great. That's it was my favorite. Great. The graphic novel's better because I, 
the movie skips my favorite part, but like the movie it's its own thing and it has its own thing to worry about. Jimmy Olsen I like how it comes very close to being cringe and then isn't. Also, I'm sorry yeah. that I went on a long rant about a lot of things at one point. I'm not oh, sure if I did. You're fine. Uh, I think I think I'm apologizing for every long rant I'm going on. It, you know, you're fine. Uh, Frank Miller is a problem, and one day maybe I will feel the urge to tackle his disgusting, but yet really beautifully crafted career. Uh, because he is such a weird person. He has I like, made one sorry. of my favorite Batman stories, The Dark Knight Returns. I think it's genuinely good. It's very interesting, and for the time, it was a very fresh take on the character. And then he has also made my two least favorite takes on the character, The Dark Knight Strikes Again, and, and also All-Star Batman and Robin. They're the fucking worst comics. Technically, not, not, that, actually. those are the same takes, Kyle. According oh, to the man himself, uh, although that doesn't make much sense. I think he later went back on that. There, there's this weird thing where it's like, all right, so there are three possibilities. A, it's in the Dark Knight uh, tr- series, D- Detailer 1, 2, 3 series. Uh, possibility 2, it takes place in the same universe as All-Star Superman. The, all- the All-Star Earth, so to speak. Possibility 3. It's its own continuity entirely. Oh, but possibly before? Yes, all of these at once. I mean, it's... it's. Uh, I don't think it's quite necessarily the All-Stars thing, but, like, I can understand it perhaps initially being designed in, like, a way of just, like, hey, we've got this, why not? I, I think the original intention I was that it was supposed to... I think there might have been an intention from DC. According to DC. And then a thing that... Frank Miller wanted to do. Yeah, because uh, what it is is, is uh, DC was like, it's the same universe. Then Frank Miller wrote Superman very differently than a non-binary person would. Um, <laughs> and then also, that he was like, it's uh, the DKR series uh, that actually, God. it's a past it's right, a prequel to that. It's, it's DKR Zero. Uh, negative one, maybe. I'm not sure. Do you think Superman was in the John Birch Society and Frank Miller's world? Wait, where are you talking about? Just the way that he acts. Um, so, it's weird. Okay. Since we're talking about Frank Miller, one of the things I really... I want to say probably to Jerk's question. I I think probably. No, Um, it was a stupid question. The thing about Superman and because Superman's kind of used in the Dark Knight Returns, surprise, surprise, is a tool for fascism uh, and literally helps like destroy an island and prevents like a nuclear winter happening. And in the Dark Knight Returns, uh, Batman is basically an insurrectionist and Superman is a neo-lip who has let fascism take over. Kind of, mm, mm, I, I kind of disagree with a little bit of that take. Uh, so, Superman is basically the CIA. He's, I, I agree with that part. 
he's basically used as a tool to make sure that communism stops spreading. Batman is what a liberal thinks an anti-fascist looks like. Yeah, that's why I just I described him as an insurrectionist, not an actual anarchist or Antifa member, you know? Yeah. Uh, it, uh, and the thing with, with Superman being a neo-lib is like, think Joe, Joe Biden at his worst, worst case scenario, Joe Biden. He's worse than Joe Biden. He's just like, a, not, he's literally a tool. Is, is he worse than Joe Biden at his worst though? Like, so, like, Joe, Joe Biden, Biden in, like, 1986? Yeah. Uh, with that, uh, man, when you said worst Joe Biden year, I can't tell which act you're talking about. Are you talking Not about, like specifically uh, 86, but, like, I think the 88 campaign, which is, like, 87, was particularly <laughs> embarrassing for him. Um, oh, I thought you were talking about, uh... He basically got his, he basically his chances of um, I believe it was eighty seven when his chances of basically uh, getting the nomination were kind of dashed by his plagiarism alleged plagiarism. Sue us. Hey, that's your no, president. It's, it's straight up plagiarism. Sue us, President Biden. No, I wasn't uh, sure if their line is that it's only alleged. Uh, oh, I was going to say 1993 is a pretty bad year for Biden. I do want to clarify that my, my calling Superman a neolib is that I don't think he intended when he started off to be a fascist in that universe, but I could be wrong on my uh, stuff that takes place before the comic book even starts knowledge. Um, he's been complicit in things for a long time. He might have been kind of conned into it, but he's willfully like destroying nations. To be fair, uh, Reagan and Bill Clinton count as neo-libs. Because Reagan... I Reagan, Reagan as a liberal. The, he's a conservative. He's not a liberal. Yeah, but he, the, the thing he's trying to conserve is classical liberalism, but he does it in a way that created neoliberalism as we know it. He's that, classically liberal in the sense that a lot of the original liberals were scientific racists. Oh yeah, but like, uh, so if you, the classically liberal people don't care about gays or blacks are disabled. They they care maybe about women. Maybe. Maybe. (laughs) They say Uh, they always care about women because they're married to women. Look, look, the femoids can get a voice, but if they want to get an voice, they got to pay for it. They like feminism, but they don't know who Mary Wollstonecraft is. I'm not even wondering <laughs> true that is, so to be fair. She's but the mother of modern feminism, the mother of Mary Shelley. Uh, she wrote... Uh, oh, okay, yeah. Fuck, what's that word called? When you uh, said uh, who she was in relation to her much more famous daughter, Mary which, would you dispute her daughter being more famous? Or was uh, it... Her daughter is much more famous than her, but I feel like Mary Wollstonecraft should be more famous. Well, yeah, I, I don't disagree. Austin, did this whole 15-minute ramble about Frank Miller and fascism start because you're brought up Sin City in relation to D&D? I believe so. Um, so, Mary Wollstonecraft. Uh, vindication on the Rights of Women. That's the work I'm Oh! It's very good. 
I like it a lot. I think I've heard this, but also I great. I don't read. I, I haven't read in a long time. Uh, when I was in high school and before that, I would read all the time. But they would give me textbooks that had stories in them, too. You know, like your English book would have, like, here are some novellas that you're supposed to read. And in your history book, there would be little, like, here's a fucking uh, historical event that also kind of has some funny stuff in it. And I'd read that for fun. And then they'd also tell me, like, read books. Here's a small library of books to choose from. And I'd grab a book and I'd read it. And I'd be like, what do you mean I have a college reading level? That sounds arbitrary. Did I talk over me? I don't think I I was just going to say, we brought up Joe Biden and worst years. Uh, I believe it was 1976 he was kind of like working on the side of segregationists. In 1993, he did a possible sexual assault. Ooh. So I would put those in the runner-ups for uh, worst years for things that Biden did. The thing is, like... Uh, wait, 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 much... wait, 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 wait. Wasn't the context specifically worst years out for Biden, not worst years in terms of things that Biden had done? Because if not, like, I changed my Oh, answer. yeah. Biden at his worst, meaning like is at his evilest. Okay, I thought that meant the worst. I like seeing Biden in pain, you know, because of 1993. Uh, yeah. Uh, I wanted to say something about the uh, the Tara Reid stuff because even if you yeah, interpret it the least charitably for her and the most charitably for him, he still comes off as a creepy and tantalizing person who had a ton of power. And abused it on some level. Wait, yeah. wait, wait. You know? You're saying this creepy, infantilizing person comes off like a creepy, infantilizing person? Yeah. Yeah. And at I best, he was, at best, he's guilty of harassment. But yeah. you know who isn't guilty of harassment? Uh, products and services? Allegedly, the products and services <laughs> that support this podcast. I don't know what the CEO of Spotify does. I, oh, I, my God. Allegedly. <sighs> oh, these fucking CEOs, right? We don't need to stop the recording, by the way. I know. I, I, <laughs> cut the ads, though, at that point. And we're back. I have given up the will to live. Um, what? Wait, what? Shit. Did I say that out loud? What did you say? Yeah, you did. But you, I you, have you given up it. the will to live. Oh. I've given up the will to live. May I, now that you have given up liberalism, may I point you towards this beautiful plate of socialism? Ooh, is that some anarchism? Did you say paleoconservatism? No! I know I didn't say a code word for I'm wearing the glasses. I know that means Nazism. <laughs> but I wanted to be a paleontologist. Just like my no, no, hero, no, no, no. Rod. That's a pa- when I was a kid, That's a I paleoconservationist. Oh. Billy. I, I, I wanted to be a uh, paleontologist when I was a kid. But uh, I have an issue where I mix up certain words that uh, that are closely related. So I always say archaeologist, even though I knew that wasn't the right term. 
but I knew it was close enough that which I could like lie my way into like figuring out the right word. You know, if if you if if you look Wait, like a and you yell, we all want to be paleontologists. No, I actually did not want to be a paleontologist. Okay, just like my hero, Tommy Oliver from Power Rangers. Power Rangers. Power Rangers. That that. That's that, 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 Hey. Or, or canon? Look, My brain hurts. The only canon I want to talk about is Roy Cannon. Well, actually, also I want to talk about Satchel Cannon. And uh, I want to talk. Lim- I want to talk about Lemuel. Lemuel. Which? Which? I I love when Malachi went over to that teenager and was just like, "Which one of you is Samuel?" And tried to start a fight with. With a teenager as a, as a grown ass envy. A literal like seventeen year old. Is this a Fargo season four reference? Yes, this is Maybe. one big Fargo season no. four reference. Wait, wait, but it's not wait. very spoiler heavy. It's just that two characters interact. One of them's a teenager. May I uh, finish a thought from earlier that I didn't? You may finish your thought. I'm sorry to interrupt. So, so, so. <laughs> Wait, I is this the song the Don't Let's Start is about? Sorry. The weird, the weird thing about Frank Miller is that Batman is like a liberal anti-fascist and kind of showing that like, hey, we are not supposed to kill people, but we can still stop the fascism from happening, um, which is it's kind of good for what it is. Um, and then you have Superman, who's kind of like very neo-libby, probably like already kind of conservative on how a lot of people portray him, even though he, he shouldn't be, um, for many reasons. Uh, and the other thing that is really confusing is you get the strikes again where Batman's like fully becomes a fascist to like say, oh, it's a corrupt government, that means we can just murder its leader, and that be the justification. Because, uh, why not? Let's just become fascists so we can stop fascists. Let's be the uh, Americans after World War II. Let's, uh, how about we stop the fascists so that our children may act like fascists? And that's why I hate Strikes Again. Also, it has one of the worst versions of Dick Grayson, period. Same with All Star Batman and Robin. There's like a there's like a theme in the worst types of Batman media, and it's not understanding how to use Dick Grayson or Robin. I should really check out some of the the mid two thousands and early two thousand stuff, um, like it's War Games, not, um, or so did Well, no, like specifically because like there's this period where like. People besides Frank Miller are writing Batman like a fascist, which I think is like, like I don't like Frank Miller, but when other people are writing Batman like fascist, 
You know, and then no one talks about that shit. You know, the only Batman fascist that is interesting to me, there's two. There's an Elseworld story called I, Joker, where it's very bad maxi, and it's like a, there's like a cult of Batman. That's as much as I'm going to go into. It's very interesting. The other one is in Grant Morrison's run. You see future possible versions of Damien as Batman. And he's a fucking fascistic murderer who kills everyone. Batman's a Nazi. And I love that shit because D- it's it shows you what would happen if Damien was just allowed to be Batman. Batman's a Nazi. Uh, sometimes, and it's not usually good. Ooh. If it's okay, mm. hot take. If sometimes a Nazi, Wayne, always a Nazi. Sorry. Uh, hot take. If you rate Bruce Wayne uh, as a Nazi, I don't think you're probably you don't understand the point of a Batman. Oh no, you you definitely don't. You can write Thomas Wayne is kind of fashy, and I think he can work. Yeah. You can write uh, Damian Wayne R. Jason really works. Is, is a little fashy and it works. Uh, yeah, I think Asriel like, works kind of as that to an extent. Yeah. Yeah, more so early Asriel, when, like, in the period of Nightfall where Asriel takes over as Batman. Yeah. Versions of Dick Grayson, who never met Bruce Wayne, can work as being a little fashy. But if he's met Bruce Wayne, it, it's hard to make him work as a fat. The version yeah. of Jason Todd in Batman and Robin is some... It isn't quite fashy, but it's this... I really like... Kind of like a tanky. A little bit. I don't know how like he has such an interesting role because he he's like he definitely has the fascistic like there's no such thing as pacifism anymore. That is the tool of the enemy. To be fair, uh, that that is just straight up authoritarianism. Like yeah, you can be a central authoritarian in Italy. And to be fair. If you're authoritarian, you end up with a lot of the fashy tendencies and end up trying to conserve certain things. Because you're trying to conserve your hierarchy. Uh, which is why I don't think that ML uh, can call them... I, well, it's not that they can't call themselves communists. It's that they can't call their systems that they set up socialist. They themselves can be communist, because communism is a goal, uh, and if you have that goal, you're a communist. Anarchism is a philosophy. If you follow that philosophy, you're an anarchist. Yeah. Um, but, but they, hmm, it, like, and I do think that, like, in a lot of ways, like, Vietnam specifically, and, like, Laos are, like, socialist countries, but, like... Cuba is a socialist country, Cuba is a good one, too. Uh, I think Cuba's probably one of the better socialist experiments. Yeah. Uh, it's not great. I'm not praising Cuba. Post-Castro Cuba is Although, to be fair, one uh, of the better states. To be fair, uh, Castro existing and being competent uh, is kind of evidence that the Vanguard Party plan can work. Talking about Cuba is... I, I don't... There's a point in time where us saying this would have been treasonous. True. I think pre-Obama this would have been treasonous. And I only say pre-Obama is 
because Obama, one of the only good things of his presidency, uh, a lot he did a lot of dumb fucking shit. Open the uh, Cuba. Yeah, that's really Sorry. good. I, I try to pronounce Cuba correctly. Uh, the, the country and I'm, the actor are pronounced Cuba. Hey, hey. I come from. I do come. I do come. I do come. I do come. I do might have their own issue. I'm just letting you know. I'm probably never going to pronounce it correctly. To be fair. I thought you were going to say, I come from hillbillies, and I was going to say, me too, bitch. Me too. Hey, but, what I make up but I'm for and not pronouncing Cuba right, I make up for, for trying to pronounce Iran and Iraq. <laughs> it's an Iraq and Iran. That shit cr- makes me cringe. Iraq. Uh, it, it, like, well, also, the majority of the people who I know who purposely mispronounced it are people who were for the Iraq war. They're Iraq. Yeah. God damn it, I fucked it up by saying the Iraq by saying the Iraq it's, war. My brain sort of, fills in that thing. It's closer to Iraq than Iraq. Yeah. But it, it, neither of those is like the correct one. I tried to do yeah. the correct pronunciation with the accent a little bit back there. Um I I used to know how to say it because uh I, I used to be an asshole who would say every country slightly wrong, uh, and I would get corrected by every person that I knew from that country. Have I mentioned that about 50% of the school that I went to was either from that country or had parents that parents, from that parents, 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 Mexico. Those governments suck. Free Geronimo. <laughs> you did nothing wrong! <laughs> um. Okay, technically speaking, I'm pretty sure Geronimo committed war crimes, but still, I get it. I get it. So did the Viet Cong, but I get it. Wait, is that treason? <laughs> Deal with treason? Lying to your country about uh, the threat of another country and then go and waging war and committing war crimes. Yeah, I would it, call that treason. It, it, here's the thing: if if the Vietnam War wasn't a war, why did we commit war crimes? I would say that for the uh, Iraq War as well. I would say that for the Korean War and the Iran War. Everything, everything oh, that maybe. people insist isn't a war, despite us labeling it with the word war every time we talk about it. Uh, well, to be fair, some people just call it the general Iraq war, you know, and the general war in the Middle East, the war on terror. Military actions, they say, while committing mass war crimes. Yeah. Allegedly. No, not allegedly. We have yeah, proof that we, we committed we war crimes in Iraq, at least. I've watched it. It was horrifying. <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't, uh, I don't like watching those footages. Uh, they're terrible. I, I've, I I've don't recommend it. it. <laughs> um, there, there are videos that I w- would recommend people watch that include supercuts of like uh, content warning, police brutality, um, yeah. and stuff like that. 
and it's it's all clips that I've seen before, and in fact, they usually edit them slightly, but like, it's still like, it's not cool. I like I I think that it's a good idea to include things like that sometimes with context, but like, I I find it mortifying to fucking watch. Oh yuck! Why did we get on this tangent? Um. I don't know. Uh, hey, we should vibe. Let's talk a lot about war crimes and police brutality. Oh wait, Cuba's yeah, Cuba's a good socialist country because they actually have like a a, a vaccine slash cure for cancer. Like, if you get lung cancer and you live in Cuba, it's not that big of a deal, or is it that? They have good preventative care. I'm not sure which one it is. Because I think it's called a vaccine, but it actually functions more like a medical treatment. Oh, uh, can I say one last thing on Warcraft? You want to commit several in Minecraft? Uh, no. Uh, yeah. but I I wrote a paper. Uh, I wish I got a hundred percent on. <laughs> for my uh, American foreign policy after World War II class. Uh, they have a whole uh, class on that specific era. It was very neo-Libby. That's, that's like just the last 80 years. Yeah. They have a class in the last 80 years. Uh, yeah. Why? Uh, I, there are classes that we do over certain elections. Uh, and also, a lot of people don't get educations in high school that relate to the last 80 years. That's true. It's usually we lead up to World War II because we teach history in the stupidest way in high school and middle school because we teach it in little segments. Like, they aren't connected. Like, the Civil Rights Movement is just a thing that happened. It didn't stem from anything. So, uh, you want to hear hear that the social uh, science uh, courses that you take in high school in California? Yeah. Uh, so freshman year, you take uh, geography, okay? Which is uh, basically not. It, it, the name's a little misleading because it's sort of a history class too. Because mm-hmm. it, it's more of a, a social studies in general class, but it focuses on on geography. Uh, then sophomore year, you take uh, world history, I want to say, and then junior year. Which, by the way, world history goes up to uh, World War II, and then it has little blurbs about the Cold War and the uh, and the modern era, for when the book is published. Uh, contemporary era, sorry. Uh, mm-hmm. Modern era up to the contemporary era, sorry. That, that's the correct statement. Um, so, and then third year is uh, U.S. history, then uh-huh. senior year is econ slash civics. Uh, you want to hear what my high school classes were like? So, freshman year, government. That? U.S. government. Which, honestly, not a bad class for a freshman to have. That, that's uh, uh, that's the second half of the senior year for us. Is it's civics, basically, is what we uh-huh. call that. Um, we didn't have a geography class. We went to world history our sophomore year. And, boy, would I like uh, to call out this teacher. Because this teacher... Our, our, fucking, our world history was Egypt, Greece, 
I almost thought you were going to say R word history. It was Egypt, Greece, Rome. How how far forward do you think we flash forward in world history after Rome? The French Revolution. You got it. On the spot. We went to the French Revolution. We looked at Napoleon. We then skipped to World War One. We skip Otto von Bismarck. We just go into World War One, World War Two, and then that was the, that class on world history. And then we had a class on uh, U.S. history, though, which is actually pretty interesting. Yeah, that one was a, a good one because uh, I, I I think that it's a lot easier for a class to just focus on one country. Like yeah. that that this sounds like we're being nationalistic, but I, I honestly I would have uh, preferred to do a, a like four years of world history for high school, and then in college have multiple history classes yeah. where each like quarter you focus on a different country. I think our region. You know, three. I I personally think three years of world history, and then because already by then you know a good amount of U.S. history, and then on your senior year you have U.S. history. Because yeah. then you can actually talk about genocide in a way that isn't like tap dancing around the subject. Because they're oh, seniors God. in high school, they're eighteen and seventeen you, year olds. They can talk about genocide. Genocide and genocide is like one of the reasons that this one stat is particularly concerning uh, that mm-hmm. I, I talked to my mom about earlier, which is a uh, content warning. Uh, the fact that if you add up every race except Native American, there's sexual assault each year. And then you take the Native American sexual assault rate and compare them. The Native American rate is higher. What the fuck? Yeah, it's something like uh, well, based based on individual cases. Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah, that's disgusting. There, there was something like four hundred and sixty, uh, four hundred and thirty-three thousand uh, cases against Native American women. In the United Holy States. Fucking shit. Yeah. And, and you, you know how many people are identified as uh, Native American. And th- th- to be fair, I think this Not is specifically just the people who solely identify as Native American. Not even mixed so, Like, not even the 1.7 of us uh, in America who identify as Native American plus one or more races. Um. So we're talking less than one percent of the United States accounts for sixty percent of the survivors of sexual assault. Like that's that's bad, right? Am I still on this call? Yeah. Uh, sorry, I. That was uh, heavy. Uh, that's that's very heavy. Uh, in a sense, I I don't think the genocide is over. No, it's, uh, I wouldn't say, especially. Uh, uh, one thing I really hope happens uh, at the beginning of the Biden presidency is that we shut all, down all the fucking concentration camps we have on our fucking border. That's not a lot that I've been hearing the mainstream media say. Hey, Biden, how about we make sure those concentration camps we have uh, that are holding. Uh, you know, parents and children who are separated from each other, uh, where we're having literal uterus collectors, 
Yeah. Yeah, that's, that's something we should probably work on that I haven't heard a lot of people like, be concerned about. Is this the episode where we talk about fascism and war crimes? I, I, I guess uh, the intention is to take this one long vibe session and split it into several parts. You know, or as many as it can be. I guess this one's the the fascism and race is bad episode. But to be fair, to be fair, isn't that, fair isn't every episode of her podcast? And I still and miss I still, miss yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah. very hard for us to record this podcast when we're exploring this fucking cheese cave in your backyard. I know. Uh, it. I got it. I, I uh, Jeff, are you there? You haven't said anything to your walkie-talkie for a while. <laughs> oh no! That demon is that you? Malachi? Yeah, Ronnie? What's happening? I have no fucking idea anymore. Also, I want to get off the... the, the I want to talk about something a little more, more scary than the more more crowd. By, by the way, I'm pretty sure there's only like... Like if you include the the people who are in my level, there there are a lot more of us. Uh, and then if you include the people who don't identify but have it, there's it, basically uh, there's a little bit of Geronimo in all of us, which is neat. But also, no one realizes that unless it's important to their family, you know, either yeah. like and the people who it's the least like the people who seem to be the loudest about it. Or people who don't even know their indigenous ancestor. Like, I've literally met mine. She only died, like, ten years ago. Yeah. She was 103. I, okay, for instance, like, if I figured out that I was somehow, like, 116th or 132nd or 164th, to be fair, if if you're 116th in uncertain tribes, it is relevant if you can point to a certain person who actually felt the census chicks fist yeah. at my great great grandmother's ghost. Uh like I'm I'm not gonna like call myself a, a Native American. Yeah. I'm just I'm just gonna say, hey, I have some like distant Native American ancestry, which I find <laughs> cool, but like I'm not gonna like I'm not gonna say that I'm like an indigenous person. Like, you, uh, I have if, no connection to the culture. If you uh, were raised in the culture, but were only 164th even, I would yeah. still say call yourself indigenous. That's, that's your culture. Yeah. Like that, That's one of the big things that is a sticking point to me. When yeah. I'm talking about cultural understanding, and people, nope, use quantum skin, and people use my skin tone to quantify whether or not I'm Hispanic. Hispanic. Whether or not I have any lineage from Spain or from a Spanish-speaking country. 
skin color. Hispan that skin color is not even a good indicator of whether or not someone's Latino, because Latino just means from our having lineage from a Latin American country. Like, Latino includes Brazil, Mexico, uh, Argentina, Chile, and every other fucking South and Latin American country. Like, people realize that, right? Am I, I, I basically, I'm just pointing out that Latino and Hispanic are both terms that cover such a broad area of the world it's, as being where you're from that it's really silly that people use skin color. It's almost like those terms are because we had multiple uh, regions of Europeans come in and uh, genocide cultures. I was trying to find a nice way to say yeah. genocide, so I just I decided not to. Uh, uh, it genocided I, multiple cultures and basically had them fused in words. So now that we have all of these people who now have to use broad umbrella terms because to use that many specific to talk about these groups would be most people are mestizo. I don't. I never say my own ethnicity, right? Because it um, usually you don't use that word if you have either a, a strong national identity that you cling to, or a strong cultural Native American identity that you cling to. Uh, so, which is why I say I'm a Mexican Indian. <laughs> but, uh, my, my, my point is that, like, Brazil, not Hispanic, but Latino, uh, but most of the people from Brazil are black. Yeah. Like, most of the people from Mexico are mixed race and white passing, actually. Weirdly enough, and most of the ones who leave Mexico are indigenous. Yeah. And usually the victims of racism within the country. It's almost like the people who are white passing usually have an ancestry more closer to the, yeah. uh, uh, <laughs> towards the people who were, uh, mixed race landowners. Uh, and the people who now have to flee a country that has been ruined by the American uh, war on drugs are the indigenous people who have been constantly fucked over by the American and, government fucking right with, uh, other that, people's nations. And right before that, because uh, my, my immigration story with my family starts just before the war on drugs and a point in time where it's just, if you're a Native American getting fucked over by both the Mexican and American government, <laughs> yeah, you give your baby to some, some like, Mexicans and have them raise her in tea hats. Right? Somebody say something? I... Oh God, this is such heavy conversation. And, like, it's a good conversation to have. Uh, but, like, fuck this <laughs> Also, the more often that I go outside or use my light that has a little bit of UV in it, the less I understand why people don't understand that I'm mixed race. I, like, don't burn. I'm Malachi. Yeah. Have you ever gotten a sunburn? Yeah, multiple times. 
you get a good tan, but you usually burn. What happens to my neck happens to you, right? Where you burn, then you come out with a tan? Um, it depends. Uh, if, if you wear sunscreen, if I wear sunscreen, then I'll just tan. Yeah. Um, and depending on like the climate, the humidity, and like the other stuff, I might sunburn and then I'll tan over, or I'll just. If I'm like, for instance, like at the ocean or the river for multiple hours uh, without a shirt on, uh, but I'm an idiot and don't put on any sunscreen, then I'll just burn. But like, Oof. if it's not like that hot, or okay. like even if it's like cooler, if you were going between, if, uh, wait, fuck. if it's not like a hundred degrees, but like more like eighty-five, then like yeah, I can like probably just burn for like two I days and I'll. Be nice tan. Yeah, that's yeah. What happens? My neck happens to your whole body. Is what you're telling me. Yeah, I'm not surprised. <laughs> like I said, I'm a redneck. That's I'm the, a redneck. Uh, I'm a Mexican and I'm an Indian. Get that's it right. My uh, one one thousandth, like I'm Elizabeth Warren. <laughs> you're one one thousand. Was there like less than one one thousandth or something with her? Okay. So I've heard things between less than one one thousandth, and but I'm pretty sure it's something like between one thirty second and one one twenty eighth, something like that. Yeah, let me let me look up. Uh, Although the, the issue is that most people, most people that you know, are one sixteenth Native American. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's like yeah. not an uncommon thing. Yeah, Which is like, why, if you're not raised in the culture, you won't identify with it, other like, than the privileges that come with not identifying. Like, if you look at, like, the average American, there's a good chance that they have German ancestry. Okay, so here's where I am. I, I am the average non-black American. Non-black, non-Asian American, sorry. Uh, non-black, non-Asian Goyam American, sorry. <laughs> uh... You see, uh, I, I, uh, I'm Native American, I'm Latino, I'm German, and I'm Irish. It, okay, I should have said I, I uh, have a heritage from at least one Latin-based speaking country. You know? Oh, because that that would cover Italians and French people too, which and Spaniards, Spaniards. Half of things. Okay, I, I think we need to go deeper into this cheese, okay, but... So... Shine your flash. Uh, the report concluded that there is strong evidence that she had uh, Native American ancestry approximately six to ten generations ago. Oh. Okay, so here, here's the thing. Uh, my my ancestry... I, my family became mixed-raced with my generation. We were considered Native Americans until, like, maybe my grandma's generation, but that's still a toss-up, whether or not she'd be considered a Native or a Mexican, you know? And then at certain points, Mexicans were considered white, even if they weren't light-skinned. Did, did you know that? But when I, when I say considered white, I mean only on paper. They would be treated differently, still. Does that... But they were listed as white people, but then treated differently by society. Mm -hmm. 
and still affected by miscegenation laws. I don't get it. I think that's something that we kind of always forget to talk about. Like, not us as a podcast, but, like, us as, like, uh, American. The times that people were both considered white and not white at the same time? Uh, more specifically about the times where, like, between the Voting Rights Act uh, and now where you couldn't be a white person and date a black person or be of any one race and date another race. Yeah, my all my relationships that I've been in would be illegal. Because, uh, yeah, none of these... None of these people that I've dated, except maybe my 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 ex boys. Oh wait, we'd be thrown in the loony bin for being transes. Also, like I, I should have said sanatorium, but I feel like that's the word for that. I feel like that's a nicer version of what I would have said if I lived in that era. You know. Like, I feel like in that era, I would have said, they're going to throw us in the loony bin on account of our transvestitism. I should have content warning before I said that. What did you say? Transvestitism. Oh. I, I said loony, Wait. I said they would throw us in the loony bin on account of us being transes. Then I talked about how I should have said sanatorium instead of loony bin. But I feel like I would have said loony bin back then. You know? So And then know, I then I said we, what I would have probably actually said, which is we're gonna throw us in a loony bin on account of our transvestitism. Our, okay, so I'm gonna say outdated terms for trans people, especially yeah. transvestite, uh yeah. for like a hot minute. Uh or now, before I say that a lot, uh question Ronnie and Jerf. Should cis people be allowed to say uh, things we transvestite from Rocky Horror Picture Show? Because <laughs> I don't think they should be able to. So, if it's playing, they can hum that word. Um, they can sing along, but hum that word. It's like the N-word in a rap song. I was about to say. <laughs> <laughs> and it's so far that... Uh, the group that is, I, I'm I giving a little bit of feedback on your headphones. So far as that the people who, uh, on your walkie-talkie, I mean, uh, it's so far as that the people who can say that word and are affected by it, like, can just say it. Uh, yeah. and so far as that if the word comes up and you accidentally say it, I would understand someone, like, giving you the pass, you know, giving you, like, the finger wag. Like, mm-mm. Yeah, uh, uh, I think cis people can still dress up like in Rocky Horror stuff, and like that oh, can be fine. Also, and, caveat: like, dresses cap breaking further. Yeah. If you're doing a performance of Rocky Horror, yeah. like as a musical, oh yeah, go for uh, it. Th- it's completely fine. You're playing a character; the character's saying it. That's different to me. At yeah, least. Uh, I think it's like how if with Frankenfurter. I think the representation initially, which I don't, I have problems with, but not. I feel like the character should be played by, if I'm honest, an non-binary identifying intersex person when possible. Yeah. I, I definitely I, think it should not be a cis man. Yeah. 
Although I do think that a cis man could perform it, but it would be better for it to be anyone else. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But basically, it's basically like how sometimes a role is race uh, neutral, but yeah. you'd rather it go to uh, X group if possible for certain reasons. Like, technically, the role in Ghost in the Shell was race neutral because she was playing the shell, you know? Yeah. Uh, but it would have been better if it went to a, an actress of Asian descent. Uh, like, honestly, if they would have, like, the, the character in the, in the manga and anime is a woman of, who's ethnically Japanese. Yeah. Um, if they had given the role to a, a woman who was, like, Chinese or Korean, I don't know the Han Chinese or, what are the Korean ethnic groups? I don't know all of them. I and, am unaware. Uh, uh, um, Han Chinese, Thai, or Lao. Uh, by the way, that's Thai spelled T-A-I, uh, and Lao spelled L-A-O. Um, mm-hmm. Those are the basically the those are two different ethnicities, but tied to the same area. Um, yeah, it, but they're both not Japan. If I, I would have preferred it if basically an Asian American actress or a mixed-race Asian woman played the character for certain reasons. In part because Asian-American women are underrepresented in the media landscape. Hey, is that you that I see over there uh, flashing their flashlight, Malachi? Um, no? Yeah. yeah. If that's you, just, just turn your flashlight off for two seconds. Okay. Turn it back on. Mhm. Okay, that's you. I'm gonna I'm gonna walk over to you. Okay. <laughs> now Malachi okay, and I are in the same place. I'm gonna walk over to you. And okay. Okay. Now Malachi and I are in the same place. I'm gonna walk over to you. Sure. You hear us? Now Malachi and I are in the same place. You're now using one walk to the top. We are now using one walker. We are now using one walker. But we've Daisy teamed it together to have double the bandwidth and to have two microphones. Daisy teamed it together to because these walkie talkies are also transmitters that go to a tape recorder somewhere. It's just some fancy, fancy technology considering the medium. Oh fuck! If you want to, uh, if you think this is a good podcast, you should either rate us. Or hit the recommend button on your podcast aggregator of choice. Yeah. And if your podcast aggregator of choice doesn't have one of those, just go over to iTunes and like give us five stars. Or download Overcast and hit the recommend button. It's not that hard. We love you. You're valid. I don't and... think we love everyone. Yeah. Or like maybe even like a, a thing saying to join our Patreon. Who can say? Join our Patreon, Tell them your processor, Milan. It's bad. Join it. It's an AMD FX. Do it. Right? Do it. Do it. Do it. Patreon.com forward slash CCNC. One of the, uh, one of the things that, uh, so, like, I thought about it because I saw what I assume was a cis gay man from, because it had he, because the uh, he and pronouns were in the bio, uh, and 
she didn't have anything about being trans uh, or anything. So I, I'm, I am assuming cishet man, uh, or not cishet. I think gay. Cis gay. If I remember correctly, but cis gay man. Cis queer. Uh, yeah. Um, singing along, like mouthing the words to that song as uh as he was doing the makeup. And I'm like, is this okay? <laughs> well, if it was specifically to dress up as the character, I yeah, would but just a little in general, different. there's people. Yeah, it, it does feel a little. It does feel icky, but like, yeah. Let's be Brad. I mean, Brad. Brad's basically a closeted gay man. Let's be real. Like, it's fine. Just play Brad. Brad's not the worst like, character. There are reasons that I would be okay with a cis person doing a performance because I think even yeah, I'm not against like, it. Uh, you know, play with gender and like abandon gender roles and stuff. Like at least in the enforcement. Like if you're if you're very comfortable with the idea and more comfortable with the idea of you being like a provider for someone. Like, that's fine, but also if you find someone, they don't want you to be the provider for them, you know? Let's say you're yeah. a man, and you, like, find a woman, and she's like, no, nah, I want to also be a provider. I want to be equals with you. That's, you should be okay with that. You should not be made insecure with that. That's, like, even if it's yeah. not your preferred mode. Like, you should be okay with that. Like, what? I I love Rocky Horror, and I think it honestly it's outdated in its language, but I think it's interesting, and I think good representation for the most part. I do think that Frank Edverter is kind of not like the good guy, but I don't know who is. I don't think anyone's the good guy. I don't. Think yeah, anyone's. and so it's less a story about like it's not a story about good and evil. It's just about like how complicated relationships are, and oh. like. Kind of, it's about two characters who are about to get married, kind of exploring themselves and their relationship, and they're kind of flawed people who don't really need to be in this relationship, but they kind of end up staying in it anyway. It's very interesting. Because I, I was gonna say, I don't think that uh, that the main girl, Janet, right? Yeah. I don't think she's evil, but she definitely like cheats on her fiance, right? Yeah. Which, Multiple times. Yeah. Uh, uh, I mean, on, Brad cheats on yeah. her as well, but like... Sorry, it's... With the same person. That's... It's like that episode <laughs> of Family Guy where Lois sleeps with Bill Clinton and then Peter sleeps with Bill Clinton. Why does Bill Clinton get away with the Monica Lewinsky thing? We don't have to talk about that. That's just a mm. thought that popped in my head. Ella, I did not have sexual relations with that woman. I like jazz. Get the fuck out of here, Billy Boy, before I fucking... Would you punch Bill Clinton? No. But only because that's illegal. I think the fact that it would be considered a fucking crime is, to this day, to attack Bill Clinton, uh, more so than to attack other people. Like, if you, if you punch Bill Clinton, you're getting shot. Like, yeah, which is not worth it. Like, yeah. if I'm going to get shot for punching someone, I'm going to fucking punch a Nazi. <laughs> not a ne You're going to punch a Nazi pedophile rapist, not a neoliberal pedophile rapist. Yeah, Trump. Allegedly. That's even more illegal. It's illegal to even joke about that sometimes. Yes, that was a joke in Minecraft and Minecraft, a joke Minecraft. For legal um, reasons, that's a joke. For legal reasons, that's a joke. 
I'm yeah, serious. Um, I'm not a Nazi. I'm so, like PewDiePie. Wait. Don't sue me. That's a joke. So, um, if I've, I've been seeing this trend on TikTok recently, where it's uh, where there's this uh, the video feature where you can stitch, where you can like put the uh, part of someone's video and then like uh, your video can go there. It's very good. It's very easy. Wait, are, are you talking about before. TikTok, the collab? Yeah. Thing? Yeah. 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 The stitch feature. It's very yeah. good. Um, people use it to do things that they call collaborations. Uh, and yeah. It, and the, but the, 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 the reason I call it the collab thing is because people like TikTok is being cool because it has all these features where you can like collaborate with people and all that. I don't know why. And duet and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Duet. Yeah. Uh, but uh, yeah. there's a question going around recently of like, if you could fight any one historical figure, who would it be? And my when I get that, like, that specific type of video, it's always history majors who are like, okay, I'm here to fucking fight Andrew Jackson. <laughs> There's a book that can tell you how to fight Andrew Jackson. Um, but, like, if you had to fight one historical figure in U.S. history, who would it be? Oh, God. I'm a, I'm a limit U.S. history, so US we're not, like, so, uh, trying to fight Hitler. Uh, and, anyone like, who, anyone in, was, like, a, an American citizen are important an American citizen uh, who lived between the years of 1776 and uh, 2019. Uh, that that's what I would go with for this. Uh, yeah. I, I think that I would go with uh, it, who did the Indian Removal Act? Was that Jackson? Or was I think that, that was Jackson. Yeah, yeah J- Jackson. <laughs> but also whoever was president in. Uh, the year that Geronimo surrendered. Uh, yep, Andrew Jackson. And who? What what year was he president? Uh, at least in 1830. Okay, I'm gonna look something up real quick. I wanna, cause there there are. I I kind of wanna. There there's there's another answer that would be that would probably better. Uh, um, wait. Uh, Who was the president in 1886? 1886. Yeah. I think I have 1886. Uh, Who's the president? 1886. Uh, I'm scrolling down. Grover Cleveland. Grover Cleveland. Uh, yeah. Um. I I would. Uh, I I would beat the shit out of. Uh, Grover Cleveland. <laughs> um, twice. I would beat the shit out of Grover Cleveland twice. Uh, I would fight Did Woodrow it? Wilson. He's pretty racist. Um, Ronald Reagan's pretty high up there on the people I would want to, yeah. like, fucking fist fight. He's up there. Uh, everyone got my Grover Cleveland joke that everyone makes, right? What? Sorry. You say it again? I said that I would beat him up. I said, I beat the, I beat the mm-hmm. fuck out of Grover Cleveland twice. You beat him up once and then four years later beat him up again. Yeah. You know, <laughs> once for 20, I, I would put 22 on my fist and then my other fist would put 24. And yeah. So, um, <laughs> uh, the next, uh, one of the other people I'd fight is T.S. Eliot because he was a fucking fascist. Stop Ooh, Charles Lindbergh's on the list. You'd fight Tot Slime Elliot? The list. 
You to fight Tot what? Elliot? Did you not watch the new Thoughtland video? You to fight Tot What? The which one? The Thoughtland? No. You to fight Tot What? The which? You are a fucking shame to your family. Hey, I'm ashamed to my family not because I forgot to watch trans content, but because I'm trans. Let's get that straight. <laughs> no, uh, not your worst family. Your fucking real family. God. <laughs> This podcast is your real family. Uh, I mean, you at least gender me correctly. Sorry, that was a little. Oh yeah, I I um, I, I, I gender you correctly, and then I give you the most androgynous slash femi character when I'm saying what you hockey show character we are. Like I I gave Jerf the the big ginger dude. I gave myself the the twink lead. The camera is the ginger. And uh. You're the androgynous, like, wizard demon thing. Does that track for you? I'm not sure. I can't remember what the the pretty semi andros deal is, what they are. But they, like, are an elemental. What are we speaking about? Yu Yu Hakusho. That anime I was watching earlier. Oh, yeah. I know nothing. And I... I've watched Is it like, good? Yeah, it's really good. I really, I really fucking love you, Hawk Show. I, I honestly could gush for hours just based up to the part where the tournament arc starts, which is like <laughs> only the first half of the show. Like, I could, honestly, I could gush about the show uh, in segments. I can gush about the first four to five episodes and how they establish a world, even though they're nothing like the rest of the series. I can gush in the lead up to the tournament arc. And I can gush about the tournament arc. Uh, although I would like to rewatch the other stuff besides the first like five episodes before doing that. But yeah. if I if I told you that an anime opened with the main character dying, like you know he's already dead, and then it flashbacks to find out like what his backstory is, and then shows you then flashbacks again to show how he dies, uh, and then. He spends like three episodes dead, and then becomes basically Ghost Batman. How would you feel? Did you zone out? Uh, sorry, I saw messages. Uh, uh that that's regarding a stream. I is the one I see notifications for. Yeah, I I saw that as well. Uh, I I did not look at that right now. Sorry. <laughs> Um, I need to respond to that and figure out what the fuck we're doing for that. But um, uh, you know, we 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 could talk about you hot shit where we look for jerks, but real quick, I, mm-hmm. I like uh, I'm going to look for the socials. But Malachi, you you yeah. said earlier that uh, chewing gum causes cancer. And I want you to justify that statement for me. Um, so... I, like, I don't know just, if, you're, if you're using chewing as, like, the, the like qualifier for what type of gum you're talking, or if you're using that as mm-hmm. like a verb. So, um, chewing gum, uh, like, let's take Big League Chew, for instance. That's just a substitute for chewing tobacco. And so, really, if you think about it, it's basically just a gateway drug because those things are real. Uh, it's just a really a gateway drug to actually doing chew. So chewing bubblegum, 
regular bubblegum will eventually lead you to chewing Big League Chew, uh, which will eventually lead you to chewing uh, chewing tobacco, which will uh, give you mouth cancer. And so uh, chewing gum does in fact give you cancer, and I will take none of I will take no criticism for the statement that I made. It is completely factual. I have no idea why people would be offended. Wait, is that the camera or Jerf over there? I think I see something. I see something. I don't know what the fuck it is, but I see something. For, for more medical advice, you can follow Dr. Malachia, MB by Malachi. Uh, for more not knowing if they're here or not, you can follow Jeffrey at Jerp underscore, or is it Jep underscore Jerpson? Uh, it's the second one. Uh, and you can follow me, the only, uh, the only rational one, at Ronald Alley 2. And you can follow the podcast as a whole at ccnc.fm or ccnc.fm, depending on if you're a Twitter user or an Instagram user. You can also email the show at synonym at cannabis.cocktails.cinema at gmail.com. And you can send voice messages in. This episode is brought to you by our executive producer, Kevin Soros. Thank you, Kevin. Uh, and we, we were going to look for turf, if that's not turf. Got a context cut thing. Uh, the, the intention here is to keep vibing, but to have a point where we say the socials at about an hour in every time. Although I also have to pee, which is another reason that I wanted to make that clean break. Although I also have to uh, pee, which is another reason that I wanted to make that clean break. Bye! Although I also have to uh, see you. Uh, Alright, before, uh, what, 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 yeah. Oh, I, I see the right hand. Hand. We can't hear you, Jerf. Can you hear us? Oh, I think my audio is messing up at the moment. I might need to refresh. Oh, okay, I'm going to hit the audio. I'm going to just stop recording. Okay, I'm going to hit the audio.